Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. Um, I know I said I was going to record on Friday, and I'll just be honest with you, I was tired. Um, it was a, wasn't a bad week. It was just uh, had a lot going on, and so um, after the football, I went to football game Friday night, Tascosa Amarillo. Uh, Amarillo won like forty-two to six, but fun atmosphere. WT, uh, that's where they played in Canyon, great stadium, and boy, they don't like each other very much at Tesco San Amarillo. I did learn that part. So, I mean, it was it, this was a classic, about as Texas high school football as you could go. I mean, the bands were awesome. Uh, Tascosa, your fight song is the University of Texas's fight song. I just, oh. I'm, so I'm glad we didn't have to hear it that much because, yeah, that would have been rough. Uh, yet your red black, your red black Tascosa, your logo looks like Texas Tech, but you have the University of Texas's fight song. What's up with that? Just explain that to me. But anyway, it was a great night. But uh, truth be told, I was really tired when I got home. And so I just went to bed early and slept, um, which was great because I needed it. But we are back here. Um, so lots to talk about. We'll do a little bit of a kind of a kind of a stilted preview of the Texas Tech West Virginia. They're going to kick off here in about 55 minutes um, from Morgantown. And we'll talk some other college football stuff going on. Um, we'll talk Chiefs and Cowboys, and then we will get on down the road. I do plan on recording a recap show tomorrow um, concerning the um, results, hopefully the good good results of the Tech-West Virginia game. We'll see what happens, but um, so that watch for that um, to be dropped tomorrow. It'll be tomorrow evening after uh, Cowboys and Chiefs are both playing the 325, or well, it's 225 our time game. Um, which stink, and they're both on Fox, which stinks. So I'm not going to get to see the Chiefs game, and I know they're playing the Bears, but still wanted to see them. I want to see, bo- I like to see both of them. So I'll see the Cowboys and the Cardinals, which that we'll get to that later, because that, that's not going to be much of a good. That's not going to be much of a game either. So anyway, um, so Tech opens up Big Twelve play today against West Virginia. You know, um, and in my season preview you know my predictions and really most most people's predictions you know really kind of had West Virginia being near the bottom of the big 12 you know and I'm I have to be honest with you I'm still not entirely sure how good West Virginia is you know I think they they've they've come out a little bit better out of the gate than I thought they would now part of that is I don't think Pitt is very good um they they kept it close against Penn State, which that was a, that was a surprise. And then you know they played. I mean they beat their FCS opponent, so they're coming in at two and one. Uh, Tech obviously coming in at one and two. Um, I think I well not I think I had them at two and one coming into this game. You know obviously the Wyoming loss and that you know we need to be careful as fans. And I don't, I don't think the football team is suffering from this, but certainly I think the fan base is. Um, that Wyoming game, I think, continues to be a hangover for the fan base um, that really kind of colors our view of how the rest of the season's going to go. And, you know, I'm almost kind of afraid, like, you know, Tech could rip off, you know, five, six straight wins and people will be still be like, well, they lost to Wyoming at the beginning of the season. You know, they're not that good. Um, 
So I, I get it. It's 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 not the worst loss. I mean, I think losing to South Alabama at home, uh, losing to Texas State at home, which both Oklahoma State and Baylor respectively did, those are definitely worse losses. Um, but you know, I, I think Wyoming is is not a horrible team. Um, should you have beat a, beaten them? Uh, were you more talented than them? Talented than them? I think you were. Um, I just think you you made some pretty terrible mistakes during the game that you know you just enabled you not to win. And um, you know, I just I just think we as we as fans kind of need to need to kind of let the Wyoming game go. And you know, that doesn't mean to not criticize the team, but. You know that Wyoming game's done. Uh, you know this is this is a brand new start to the season now, starting conference play. You know zero and zero, and you know you now have an opportunity um, to really kind of start fresh, start clean. Um, there are some things that that you know I'm going to be watching out for. I think the number one thing is how are you going to play on the road because you know one of the glaring weaknesses of the Joey McGuire era so far has been road play you have one road win um in Joey Maguire's uh tenure uh, which was the Iowa State game last year you know and and you have you have played very distinctly worse on the road these last two seasons um you know and that's something that I think that's the next step you got to take to go from an average team six and six seven and five type team to breaking through is you've got to win some road games and you've got to win some road games against quality opponents. I do think West Virginia is probably a little bit better than I thought they were going to be. Um, you know, what's that going to look like at the end of the year? Uh, you know, maybe six and six, seven and five, you know, a lot of it'll just depend on, on uh, the other teams that they play and how they trend. But, you know, Neil Brown, I think has, has done a good job this year of utilizing the offensive weapons he does have, you know, and the, they've really expanded the running game. They're not trying to do the the Neil Brown NASCAR offense, um, which has not worked at West Virginia. They're 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 more of a running style type team, and I think because of that, they're having more success. Now, the big question mark today is whether their starter quarter starting quarterback Garrett Green is going to be playing. Um, that's definitely going to affect uh, their offensive game plan and, and certainly will affect uh, how Tech approaches them defensively. Um, Texas Tech, I, I, the question marks aren't on the offense, I think, right now. I think offense has played really well um, overall, and they've – no, excuse me. Let me back up. I'm not John Fetterman, I promise. That was a bad joke. Um, <laughs> um, I think – I think Texas Tech's defense has played really well um, in these three games. And, yes, I know you're one and two, but I don't think you can really lay the blame um, on the defense primarily for those losses. Um, now, were there some boneheaded plays? Absolutely. There were a couple of times. I know once um, during the Oregon game and then uh, a couple times during the Wyoming game where you had some kind of boneheaded uh, personal foul penalties that extended drives. Having said that, you know, you – you um the amount of points that you allowed against Oregon and um Wyoming 
should have been enough where your offense could have outscored them. If if the offense is built the way that we think the offense is built. Um, so, you know, I, I think the, the two big keys I'd like to see from the defense today is, number one, continue the turnover trend. You know, the whole take three goal I think is a very important goal to attain uh, to get yourself a win. And I think you've seen that, you know, when, when Texas Tech's defense takes three, they typically win the game. So when, you know, win the turnover battle. Um, so get, you know, get yourself some turnovers. And then I think number two, I'd like to see more pressure um, on the quarterback. I, I'd like to see them get more pressure on the quarterback. Um, you know, we saw in the Wyoming game, it seemed like every time they attempted to blitz it, it failed. Um, you didn't see them get to um, Bo Nix a whole lot uh, against Oregon. And I think last week he only had a couple of sacks uh, on the Tarleton State um, quarterback. So I don't, I don't know if that's a, a product of scheme or if that is a product of you're, you're just not as strong as you were last year on that defensive uh, front defensive line, which, I mean, I know you, you lost Tyree Wilson, but there was a lot of chatter um, on the coach's part that oh you know we we're we're gonna be we're gonna be just as good if not better so I kind of right now just based on on early season results I'm kind of thinking that was kind of chatter more than anything else um, but I, you know I, the rest of the defense I think has done really well your your secondary um, has really has really limited any of the big plays and you've done well in run defense um, thus far and then and so that's that's a good sign. Um, going into this game, if West Virginia is going to be this ground and pound team that they've been these first three games that, you know, hopefully, you know, you're you're you are going to continue to step up on that running defense and, and um, gets get it done. So um, offense to me has been has been the big um, thing to keep an eye on. And, and it's a variety of things. I think offensive line is still not where you want it to be. Um your wide receivers have disappeared in long strings, long periods of of the game, and that's you know we've seen we've seen a product of that and the consequences of that when you know your your offense becomes you know more one dimensional. Um, I know a lot of people are harping on Tyler Shuck, and I, I get that. You know, I talked about it last week in the recap. You know, he 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 really struggled against um, Oregon and, you know, the, the turnovers and everything else. And I, I wasn't too impressed with him against Wyoming and, you know, kind of had a, a you know, a so-so game against Tarleton, um, especially considering his FCS opponent. And I get it, you know, Baron Morton came in and, you know, looked extremely good. Here's the thing. And I'll say it again. I said it last week in the recap episode, you know, we can harp all we want about Tyler Shuck and harp all we want about wanting to see Baron Morton. It's it's been made very clear um, by the coaching staff that they're they're not looking at making a quarterback change anytime soon. So you know, having said that, I hope Tyler Shuck uh, can kind of shore up some of the mistakes and and you know get better in in the in the things that he struggled with. Because so I'd also say you know the Oregon game he did a lot to, to, for you to be in that game to stay close. Now, <laughs> I think running him as much as you did in the Oregon game is, is not sustainable. And so I think offensively, I, I, I liked how last week they got Taj Brooks more involved in the offense. I would like that to continue. I think you've got some really good running backs. Obviously, Taj Brooks, 
leading the way. You know, Cameron Valdez, I think, is another um, impressive running back that, you know, you can get him involved. I'd like to continue to see um, involvement um, with the tight ends. You did that real successfully against Oregon and, and you know, kind of continued that last week against uh, Tarleton. You know, you've got some really talented uh, physical tight ends in, uh, in, in the two that you have. And I think that, I think if you do that, that hopefully opens up um, your receivers to be a little bit more open. But, you know, I think your receivers have to step up um, a lot more than they have these, these past um, three games. And you, you just, you cannot have them disappearing um, in large swaths of the game. So it'll be interesting to see what, what the offensive game plan is going to be. Uh, I, I think you've been very successful this year when you've, gotten Taj Brooks involved when you've gotten your tight ends involved. So I'd like to see more of that. Um, you know, we'll see what happens, but I think that's going to be what I'm going to be keeping an eye on today is, is how is this offense going to um, produce? And I think you've got to produce better than you, you have been uh, certainly uh, against Wyoming and uh, against um, swaths and parts of, in the Oregon and in Tarleton gaming, I think your number, your first string office has got to produce better. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. I think Texas tech ends up winning this game, but I do think it's going to be a lot closer than I thought it would be, um, at the beginning of the year, because I do think West Virginia is a better team. I think Texas, I, I don't want to necessarily Texas Tech's a worse team, but I, I think Texas tech is still kind of hovering and are they going to break through or not? And what I mean by breakthrough, breakthrough from that six, seven win season that you've, you've had basically for the last 11 years. Um, and this is a perfect opportunity to kind of, kind of make that breakthrough because, you know, this is a road game. You've struggled on the road. And I think West this West Virginia team is better than the Iowa state team that you beat last year. So I mean, it's it, they're going to they're going to present a a, a good challenge to see um, where this program is at. Now, I'll say this right now: if we lose today, you're not going to hear from me. Oh, we've got to blow it up, fire the coaching staff, because there there still is there. I know Dion is uh, Dion and Coach Prime has made it look easy <laughs> um, at Colorado. That oh, you know, you could turn this thing around overnight. And certainly I think there, there's room for discussion on can, can you replicate that sort of success at other universities. And I think parts of that you can, but other parts of it you can't because it, it is, it is Dion driven. Um, and so I, I, I don't view this as a make or break game for the Joe McGuire era. I view this as a good indicator of are we, are, is tech – at a at a point where they can break break through that seven to eight win ceiling, and um, that's going to be something bear watching. I still believe that you can get these next three games. I, I think you're facing um, competition that on paper you're better than. I think on paper you are a more talented team than West Virginia, Houston, and Baylor, and I think you can win those games. Um, it's just a matter of execution and. You know what we what we've seen thus far with this Texas Tech team is when they shoot themselves in the foot, 
it bites them in the butt big time. It bit them in the butt at Wyoming, bit them in the butt at Oregon. And so that that's going to be something to, to, to kind of keep, keep an eye on, keep watch on. So looking at some of the other Big 12 games, um, you know, I've been watching a little bit of the TCU-SMU game, the battle for the iron skillet. Um, interesting game thus far. Uh, TCU's going to pull it out. They're up 27 to 10. Oklahoma kind of looked flat um, early on against Cincinnati. They're up 20 to 6. I'm still, I still don't know how good Oklahoma is. You know, they, they are, um, their schedule is extremely easy, quite frankly. And so I, I certainly, I think they're going to be undefeated going into the, to the Red River shootout in a couple of weeks. And, Texas probably will be undefeated as well, and so it's going to be very hyped. It's going to be a very hyped, hyped up game, and you know I could I could easily see Texas blowing them out again because I just I just don't know how good this Oklahoma team is, and I don't know if we're really going to get an indication on how good they are. They they have got a very easy schedule. I think it's very much in play. You could see a rematch of the Red River Shootout in the big 12 championship game because Oklahoma's path is, is really, really easy, you know? Um, and then I think Texas at Texas is at this point, I'll, I'll give it to them. I'll give them their flowers. Um, they've at this point, you, you've got to put them as, as the favorite to win the big 12 going into big 12 play. Um, so Oklahoma, I think obviously they're going to roll. Um, now, Interesting game at 2.30, BYU playing Kansas. This is an intriguing game to me. BYU extremely, and it really hasn't been um, as celebrated as much as you would think, but BYU got a, a huge road win against an SEC opponent in Arkansas last week. And so they're they're going in 3-0. and Kansas is 3-0. and And again, second year in a row, we're, we're left to wonder, how good is this Kansas football team? You, you, the, you know, they... They they're coming into the Big Twelve at three and zero. My gut still tells me they're at that six seven ceiling mark right now. But certainly that you know the game against Tech <laughs> when they when Tech's got to go to Lawrence that becomes a little bit more of a a complicated game. Um, you know when we get there, so that that's going to be I think a really interesting game to to watch. Um, we'll, we'll we will see a lot of revelations about both of those teams moving forward in the big 12 um you've kind of got uh, we're gonna call it the toilet bowls the oklahoma state iowa state this could be the way it's trending this could be the loser is going to be last place in in the big 12 um because oh yikes both teams i mean iowa state coming into the season we kind of knew they were going to be bad because of the whole um, gambling situation and losing basically several of their star players. I felt like Oklahoma State was trending down. I I would never have thought they would lose as bad as they did to South Alabama. And, you know, now there's chatter. And I know it's message boards chatter, so take it with a grain of salt. But there's chatter. Oh, the whole team's going to quit after this game. It just It just seems like it's spiraling very quickly out of control for, for Mike Gundy in Oklahoma State. And I could I could see a Gary Patterson situation developing with Oklahoma State if it's getting if it continues to get as bad as it gets. 
um, with the program. And I, I just I think I think the best days of the Gundy era are behind them. And, you know, I I wish I wish Tech was playing. I wish Tech was playing them for a variety of reasons, not just because I think they're really bad this year. But to me, I think in, in the new Big 12, that is a rivalry that needs to be fostered and cultivated. So um, I'm still leaning probably Oklahoma State because I, I do think they are a better team than Iowa State. I just, you know, and Iowa State's having their off-the-field issues. You know, Matt Campbell almost attacks a fan after he says he's on, on the hot seat. Um, talk about a fall from grace, too, with Matt Campbell. You know, this was a guy that was being considered – for the you know the USC job and and you know the Detroit Lions I I believe were were interested in him as well so yeah a lot, lot of lot of messiness going on with with the um with those teams and you know it'll just that's going to be interesting to kind of keep an eye on how, what that looks like you know moving forward um, Houston and they they're playing an FCS opponent in Sam Houston. You know, Houston's got a lot to prove. I think I still kind of view them in that bottom bottom rung of the Big 12, and, and nothing has really um, changed my mind about that. Um, Sam Houston, this is this is a team that they're they're in their first year of of being in the FBS, and you know they may be hyped up to come in and beat Houston. I don't know, but um, I think Houston probably pulls it out in the end. But I, I still. I don't think Houston's a very good team. And, you know, I think kind of looking ahead, I can look ahead because I'm not playing. I'm looking ahead to next week. I, I think te- I think Tech uh, going to get a pr- pretty good win over Houston um, at the Jones. So looking, at, looking up, we got two night games tonight. We got Texas taking on Baylor. You know, Baylor's another program, and it seems like there's a lot of panic in Waco about – the state of the program and and everything, uh, Baylor has not proven anything to me yet that that they are, they can beat uh, Texas even though it's at Waco. Um, I think Texas probably cruises to a pretty easy victory uh, there. And then you've got I think this is probably going to be one of you know along with the BYU Kansas game. I think one of the other intriguing games of this uh, week's slate in the Big 12, UCF at Kansas State. Uh, UCF, their first Big 12 game. And they've probably, you know, if you look at teams that have been impressive in the non-conference slate, certainly, you know, you would put UCF in there at, at 3-0. and Now, haven't really played anybody so you know you've got to you've got to put that disclaimer in you know they they pulled out a, a pretty close win against Boise State you know but that that's going to be an interesting game you know Kansas State heartbreaking loss to Missouri last week and you know this is this is still the defending Big 12 champions and so they have an opportunity to make a statement that you know we're still the champs UCF has an opportunity to say we're we ought to be looked at as contenders you know and I said in my you know preview show when we we had our college football preview show that I felt like UCF was the team that had the best chance to break through of the four newcomers and be a contender for the big 12 Uh, there's nothing in my mind that that that, that's changed that that um, mentality right now that yes certainly um, I think UCF 
has has looked um, probably the best of the new, newer Big 12 schools, and uh, I still think they probably have the best chance to break through. I still don't think they will this year. I, I still think, you know, um, it's going to be um, two of the original, I guess, Big 12 schools contending. But um, that that should be a really interesting game in Manhattan, and I think that we're gonna we're gonna get a, a good indication of Kansas State. Are they gonna be able to have a chance to defend their Big Twelve title? But also UCF. Are they going to be a team that can maybe get themselves to finish in that top rung of the Big Twelve? So let's shift gears and let's talk some NFL football. Um, both the Cowboys and Chiefs. This week have dud matchups. Let's just be upfront and honest with each other. You are, uh, if you're the Cowboys and the Chiefs, you're playing teams that are contending to be the number one draft pick uh, next year. One probably didn't think they'd be in that position, and that's Kansas City with Chicago. And then, I mean, the Cardinals are clearly tanking. Everybody sees it. Everybody knows it. And that's kind of where we're at. But uh, let's 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 look at the Chiefs Bears game. That's the one I'm not going to get to see because um, they're on at the same time. Uh, you know, again, the Bears probably at this point right now, the Bears you can probably classify them as one of the bigger um, disappointments so far. And and not that I think people expected that they were going to be two and zero and contending for an NFC North title. I don't think that at all. But um, I, I think. You know, most people believe that this was going to be a team that could kind of make that next jump um, and kind of show that, yeah, you know, Justin Fields is making progress. And, you know, yeah, this team is making progress and that that just has not happened at all. And so, you know, the Chiefs, obviously, one of the things they've got to be careful of really in the Cowboys as well is you can't play down to your opponent. And, you know, we saw that. Last year, at times with the Chiefs, they've kind of, you know, played down a little bit to Denver, or you know, you lost last year to Indy, and you just really had a bad game against Indy last year, and so you just got to be careful with with that um, going into going into tomorrow's game. I think losing to Chicago early on helped um, maybe rectify that that was not going to happen. This is an Arrowhead. I think the Chiefs will, will win pretty comfortably. Um, in this game. So then you've got the Cowboys playing the Cardinals. You know, it, it, the argument can certainly be made these first two weeks that the Cowboys have probably looked the best out of it. certainly, you know, I think any team in the NFC and certainly you could make the argument in the, in the NFL as a whole. Um, you've, you've blown out both New York teams, now, how big of an accomplishment is that? You know, I don't think either New York teams are very good. So you could certainly make the argument, well, that's not that big of a deal. They didn't, that, 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 doesn't, that doesn't really do much. But, um, you know, I, I still think the Cowboys have been very impressive. Certainly their defense has. Dak Prescott has kept the mistakes basically to a minimum. And I, I think that's... That's your formula to, for success if you're the Cowboys. Now, you had a very devastating injury on Thursday with uh, Trayvon Diggs um, tearing his ACL, and so he's going to be out for the season. That's a huge loss on your defensive end and on your defensive um, front. Def- you know what I mean, defensive areas. 
understand. Um, so the question is going to be, can your defense continue to play at the intensity that they have the last two games? I think you will against the Cardinals because I just think they're terrible. Um, but again, you know, Cowboys, you've, you've had history of Cowboys playing down to opponents and losing to teams that they're not supposed to. And so that's going to be an important um, – to be a team that can be considered a contender, you can't do that. And so that's going to be something to keep an eye on um, in this in this game is that, you know, they're not playing down to the opponent. Offensively, do what you're – do what you've continued to do the first two games, and I think you'll be fine. I think the Cowboys probably will win comfortably as well. I just, I think the Cardinals are just so bad that even the Cowboys, as dysfunctional as they've been in games like this, I still think the car. I think the Cowboys will still win the game. So, you know, I think both teams will end up moving. Um, Chiefs will move to two and one. Cowboys will move to three and zero. Oh. I think there's a very strong chance. By the way. Cowboys 49ers in a couple weeks. Both teams will be undefeated. Huge game. Uh, that will be, to me, that will be a prove me game to the Cowboys. Is this a mirage or are they good? Because I still, and I say it every week, it pains me as a Cowboys fan. I still think your number one team right now in the NFC is the 49ers. They've proven it. Um, but also don't count out the Eagles. You know, the Eagles are the defending champs. They just have not looked as good as the 49ers thus far have. And so, uh, you know, um, that that might be a massively huge game, you know, in a couple of weeks coming up. And, you know, you got to go. You got to go to San Francisco. So that'll be a challenge. But that I truly think that's going to be a show me game for this for this Dallas Cowboys team. So. Hope everybody has a good uh, Saturday. I'm, I'm going to be going to the fair and the rodeo uh, tonight, so that'll be fun. Um, and I will do a recap uh, podcast episode tomorrow. It'll be in the afternoon, probably afternoon slash evening, and we will talk. Uh, hopefully, a Texas Tech win. <laughs> hopefully, not a Texas Tech loss. I like to I, I, what I've learned, and I think this is important is I do like to do those on Sunday and not immediately after the game because I think immediately – I've noticed this on other tech podcasts. I think immediately after the game, you tend to be very salty and very down on on, on the team. And, I, you know, the emotions – the emotions are just not in a good position right after the game to do a recap-type show because – you know, if you lose, then, oh, my gosh, the world is over. This team is awful. You, you're kind of like a chicken little. Um, but if you win, you're kind of in that emotional high of, oh, we can beat anybody. Let's go. You know, and it's that's that's not good either. I think, you you know, having a little bit having a day between that gives you a little bit of more ob- objectivity uh, to kind of really analyze what happened. So. Hope everybody has a great Saturday, and I will see you tomorrow for the Texas Tech West Virginia recap show on The Chris Carpenter Show.